Hello and welcome to Bookstagram Live with me, Chloe. In this episode, I spoke to Abigail about her experiences as a bookstagrammer and a massive supporter of indie authors. This chat originally took place live on Instagram and you can still watch the original recording over on my page at C. Sutcliffe Books, which will be linked in the episode description. As I'm sure you can expect by now, there were some slight technical issues, although thankfully it was nothing like my last episode. We had spoken for literally like 30 seconds before I lost connection with Abigail. I quickly restarted the live. So yes, what you're about to hear is our second attempt, but we lost nothing important this time. We had literally just said our hellos and that was about it. Anyway, (laughs) enough of that. Happy listening. Okay, hey. <laughs> Should be good to go. Got you again? Yeah, I don't How know what you're doing. Like, cut me out, but I I'm doing know. good. <laughs> yeah. I just lost you then, but. I know, I don't exactly know what happened, but. No. Okay. At least it was literally just the beginning, though. Yeah. Like, we haven't good. actually properly gotten going. Right. Okay, so <laughs> let's just start by talking about Bookstagram. So. Just tell me about why you started your account, how long ago, um, just so, how it's going for you. Yeah, it's probably been about two years now. I think it's like right at my two-year bookstoreversary. Um, and Mine's just over two years. Yeah, and so I think at the time I started it, it was like, I think I had COVID, but it wasn't like bad, and I was just bored in quarantine. And I had just finished reading the Throne of Glass series and the Akatar series, and I, like, needed people to talk about it with. So um, I asked my cousin, who also reads, if she wanted to make a bookstagram with me, and she was like, sure. So then I created it, but she ended up not being yeah. able to, like, commit very much, so now it's just me. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> Does she not want yeah. to retry, or does it just uh, not work out? It just didn't really work out where she didn't like, I don't know. She's more like wants to read about it, but doesn't necessarily need to like talk about what she reads. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so I definitely like to read and like to talk about books too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love the community feel we all have. Yes. It's so great. And I mean, I definitely have gone through some like friend groups on Bookstagram, like real life and but yeah it's so fun yeah yeah I love finding new groups Mm -hmm. like I know you're in a few of indie authors and that's why I brought you on to talk specifically (laughs) about reading indie authors as well yeah that probably started like about a year into my journey where I found the indie author side of bookstagram and like found indie authors and I'm so glad I did like yeah my whole now basically yeah yeah I just think it's amazing to be able to connect with all these people all across the world I know it really is like I wouldn't have thought that there was this big of a community that existed until I actually joined and it's crazy so yeah I had no idea until I joined just how big it was Mm -hmm. yeah you had a few questions sent in to you, didn't you, before we started this? Yeah. And 
one of them was less of a question but i do just want to read it out so someone asked how are you so amazing i saw that and that is literally the biggest thing um but yeah i love Brittany. hoop that but <laughs> just how does it feel like gets responses like that i mean honestly i'm just so grateful that people find me amazing and that i can connect with people who like get me and think that way and want to ask a question like how are you so amazing it just makes me feel so happy <laughs> yeah yeah i found it really funny when i read that one it's really sweet yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah she's really amazing too and she's an indie author um who's about to publish a book so yeah definitely that's exciting that. yeah so I've just I beta read for her and then like we kind of got closer through that and then yep and someone else asked have you been to the library recently and what did you get so I haven't been to the library lately and it's mainly because I now have a part-time job um at a bookstore and so when I see a book I want I mostly buy it but also yeah. um the store I work out has like a checkout program where if you're an employee, you can check out any book. And so normally I just do that since I'm already at work. I just check out a book from there. And that was That's amazing. I know it's so great. It's so nice because I definitely kind of went on a problem where I was just buying every book I wanted because I worked at a bookstore, but I've gotten a little better about checking out books I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just checked out Things We Never Got Over by Lucy's Score, because I think the second one's coming out soon. So, yeah. Reading that yeah. one now. I haven't been to the library, the library in ages, but it's a slightly different situation because yeah. I read loads from the library growing up. But then, mm -hmm. I guess when I got to job, I was working in a restaurant, so it's a slightly different thing. But I had my own money to go out and build yeah. my own collection mm -hmm. of books and I wasn't relying on my parents to buy them for me anymore yeah. so now it's about building up my own collection so mm -hmm. that's why I don't borrow so much right yeah yeah I'm kind of the same way where I'm like oh I now have my own money I can buy my own books but then it got to be where I don't have any more space in my house <laughs> to put books so yeah kind of had back a little bit yeah got a new bookshelf but I haven't really got it yet because yeah. I'm in my university accommodation at the moment yeah. and mm -hmm. we literally bought the new bookshelf literally like the day before I moved here so it wasn't oh. delivered before so mm -hmm. it's there now empty waiting for me in my room when I go back to Easter yeah well that's something so fun to look forward I really to. needed that because I just had like books and my bed and stuff before so mm -hmm. I needed more space yeah I've definitely had to expand my shelves and I now don't have any more room for shelves or <laughs> on my shelves but yeah I probably need to go through a clean out but I just haven't had a chance to do that yet no I'm <laughs> good so what are you reading at the moment? Um, so I just started Things We Never Got Over. 
like I just mentioned, I'm about 60 pages into that, and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. it. And then I'm also reading, um, I forgot what it's called. It's like, I think it's Sinners, Sinners Anonymous. It's a mafia romance on Kindle Unlimited, because I've been on a mafia okay. romance lately. <laughs> so um, that one's good. I think I'm on the third one in the series, and they're like standalones with brothers so that yeah. one's really good but I normally just have like something I'm reading on my phone and on my kindle and then like a physical read so yeah, yeah I kind of do that as well like mm-hmm. I'm reading normal people at the moment as part of my university course but that's a physical book and then I've mm-hmm. also got an ARC of these wicked truths which I'm sure <laughs> you know as well Yes. So I'm reading that on my phone as well. Mm-hmm. These Wicked Truths is so good. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm about, uh, I think, a third of the way through and mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. And then, like, she hits you with, like, another amazing ending cliffhanger again. And Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I alpha read, and she went through a few endings, but the one she, like, ended up sticking on is, like, by far the best. And it's so good and has yeah. so much sense in it. But, yeah. Am I going to be angry about the cliffhanger at the end? Um, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I know, like, what she has planned for book three of what she's told me, it's definitely going to be worth it. And you need yeah. what happens at the end with the cliffhanger to make it worth it in book three. But you might be a little bit mad. So. Okay. I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, mad in a... It's a really good ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, really well written. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm worried Just... about the characters a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Good to know. But... Yeah, just they gr- they go through some stuff, but they'll get through it. Okay, very reassuring. Yes. Another question we had was, "What is your favorite place you've ever traveled to?" Um, so that would be good for me if you did move here. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not I'm not from London, but. My mum mm. was originally, so I'm kind of familiar with it, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot closer to visit. Yes, that's very true. I feel like I don't really know any bookstagrammers like actually around me, so you know, I'm sure that must be so. There's not really many bookstagrammers. I'm sure there are bookstagrammers in Nashville. I just haven't met any, and yeah. I really wanted to go to the Storybound Fest, which is the indie con thing, to meet some people. I'm still on the fence about it because I don't exactly know my schedule (laughs) that far out in advance, but we'll see. My schedule can be a bit all over the place as well, but if you really want to do something, then I'd say go for it and make it work. Yeah, and it's, like, also in a place where I have family nearby, so it'd be kind of convenient. That's convenient. Have, like, a hotel room or anything, so, yeah. 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 So hopefully. <laughs> if I lived in the States, I would definitely be going to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be a bit of an expensive flight to go to it, but I wish you could go. Yeah. One final question before we move on to, like, indie books. Yeah. Cozy socks or slippers? Cozy socks. All the way. I, um, my feet are constantly cold, but, like, slippers make me cold sweat. That might be a little TMI, but, um, it's just so weird. But, like, slippers are so cozy and, like, make my feet all warm and it's great. (laughs) I'm actually wearing slippers at the moment, so they're probably what I would pick. (laughs) I mean, like, I love my slippers but like I don't know they just make my feet sweat it's weird so I'm socks fair enough yeah okay so moving on to indie books Mm -hmm. how would you kind of define an indie author um so I'd say they self-published their books so they didn't go through like a traditional publisher like Bloomsbury or something like that and then also I normally define indie if it's more of an indie publisher so like if it's a smaller publishing too because normally they don't have as much like help with getting their book out and things like that it's still more of a it's closer to self-publishing than it is traditional publishing so normally I classify indie authors who went through an indie publisher too yeah I agree with you there Mm-hmm. It's just like some people kind of focus on the self-published aspect, but I like to include both. Right. Kind of under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are also some self-published authors who have like blown up like Raven Kennedy. So like, yeah, I exclude like people like her from the category. Like she was like maybe an indie author when she started out, but like as she's gotten bigger, maybe not so much. I don't right. know. It depends, because isn't she still self-publishing in the States? Right, she's self-publishing, but I think she's, like, moving on to... Like, I know she's got, she's got, like, a penguin deal here in the UK, but... So, like, I feel like authors like that, maybe, like, they have some indie books, and then they're, like, have some traditional books, so... I'm not, like, with authors, like, who have done that, where they started out indie, and now traditional publisher I know a lot of authors do that I just like haven't talked to very many who have done that before yeah I find like it's harder to reach out initially to traditionally published authors like indie Mm -hmm. authors always feel more approachable to me yes I don't know it's just a perception or I don't really Um, know why it's like that I agree and I think it's just because like I don't know, with, like, big traditional authors, I mean, some will, like, reply to your story or, like, like your tagged post or whatever, but I feel like a lot of them just get so many requests and stuff that they don't, and it kind of makes you feel like, oh, I can reach out to indie authors, but it seems daunting to reach out to a traditional published author. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, I've, like, talked to Jay Kristoff and um, Bridget Kimmer, (laughs) <laughs> and um that was like such a surreal experience because it's like yeah. oh God, I'm talking to this big author right now it wasn't like a long conversation or anything but mm-hmm. it, it was kind of cool yeah I always get really excited whenever any author was there 
indie or traditionally published whenever they like comments on a post like if yeah. I've reviewed that book for example and then mm-hmm. they comment on it yeah it's a really good feeling I just love that mm-hmm. yeah but again it's something that I feel more indie authors do mm-hmm. me too and I think it's just um they really support their readers in that way and they're like thankful for their readers when I feel like traditional authors once they get big I'm sure they still like are thankful for their readers yeah. and people are posting but it's doesn't matter quite as much if that makes mm-hmm. sense like their sales and stuff I also think sometimes they don't have the time yeah, like that's there must be so many people who mm-hmm. like post their books and slide into yeah. their DMs that they don't have the time to respond right. to everyone Mm-hmm, definitely. I was wondering, do you remember the first indie book you ever read? Was it before mm. Bookstagram or after you joined? I was probably reading spicy indie books before I joined Bookstagram, but I didn't really realize they were indie books. Like, I just yeah. read them and didn't realize that was a thing before I joined Bookstagram. And I probably didn't even realize it was a thing until like a year into my bookstagram journey because when it started out like all my physical reads were just like bigger traditionally published books like that I would get in a book box or things like that and then I think it started out as I had joined a writing group started by Lindsay Clement and um kind of set me down my indie author journey because I was like oh I'm in a group who people who want to be authors and like, there's this whole other world that I didn't really know about that I had sort of been reading out of, but not like knowingly. Yeah. yeah. I kind of had a similar experience where I probably read a few indie books on my Kindle before Bookstagram, but then Bookstagram generally recommended like From Blood and Ash and like Rhapsodic and the Bargainer series. So they were yeah. my first ones that I was conscious I was reading an indie book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what my first one was when I was, like, conscious of doing it. Maybe From Blood and Ash. Mm. I don't know. I feel like... I read From Blood and Ash just before I joined Bookstagram, because at mm-hmm. that point I was kind of lurking, but not a part of it. Right. Yeah, I had the... I was definitely lurking before I joined. I was like, I think I like looked up the hashtag throne of glass or something. I was like, oh, there's all these memes and posts and stuff. And yeah. I, yeah, that was how I discovered it as well. Yeah. Before you started reading indie books, did you have any preconceptions or anything like that? Hmm, um, I don't remember actively thinking like they weren't as good or anything but maybe just a little bit like if I saw something pop up on my feed that wasn't like mainstream I'd be like oh what is this and maybe not read it be as likely to read it as something yeah that was more popular just because I was seeing the popular book more mm. but I don't know that I, really I, have that. To... I don't know <laughs> I don't remember any like preconceptions necessarily, but there probably was some um, thinking yeah. back. 
Yeah. On a similar train of thought, has Bookstagram taught you anything about indie authors that you didn't know before? Um, definitely. <laughs> Just like talking to so many indie authors, I used to probably think that you either self-published because you weren't necessarily good enough to be traditionally published, like, they didn't choose your book or whatever, and then, like, I've learned that sometimes it's a choice, like, self-publishing brings more flexibility, and some authors just like that, and also traditionally publishers are looking for something so specific that it can be hard to, like, into that, and it's okay if you don't fit into it, because now that I've read self-published books, like, there's some that are so much better than any traditional published book I read. Yeah. Also, a lot about just the publishing process itself, like, talking to authors, how they go through self-publishing and, like, uploading their book and things like that. Yeah, I love learning stuff like that as well. Yeah. But I think something else is, like, the new adult category. I feel like traditional publishing doesn't particularly recognize it very well so a lot of authors who write within that category will often end up as indie authors yeah definitely and then i feel like traditionally published authors who want to write new adult are forced into either full adult or like young adult and yeah yeah like that's what happened to Sarah J Maas as well like that's why there's this whole big rebranding as adult thing mm-hmm. because I definitely think the series did maybe start out young adult and it felt more young adult mm-hmm. and then as it went on yeah yeah I feel like that's I think helped. Throne of Glass still feels young adult to me at least yeah. whereas at Qatar I can definitely see how it fits in adult mm-hmm. because like I don't think there's really anything into, like, Empire of Storms where there's, like, the one sex scene. But even then, it's, like, vague. It's not, like, super graphic. Yeah. But but I feel like also when you're traditionally published, it's hard to go, like, if you want to start a series, young adult, and then kind of, like, progressively go, like, that's not really an option unless you republish afterwards. Because, like, the Kingdom of the Wicked series, that one right now... um, I've read yeah. that one. The first two are pretty young adult, and then the third one gets spicy, but, like, at my store, it's still in the young adult section, and I don't really, I can't choose the sections they go into, and, like, but it's not young adult anymore, really, if there's sex scenes in it. Yeah. I still need to read that series. Yeah. Not one of my favorites or anything, but I did really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite indie author? Or you can name a few if you can't choose. Um, probably my top is Miranda Joy. I just love her. I love her writing. Um, yeah. She's a wonderful also, person as well. Is amazing. Like, I could talk to her all day. But, um, yeah. yeah. And then, also I love Noelle Rain. She's the author of the Empress series. And, Yeah. And then A.P. Watson, she's amazing. She has The Savage Sea and These Hollow Shores, and then the third one's coming out soon of that series and another series. Um, hmm, could probably go on all day of indie authors I love. 
But those are probably, like, my top three. Yeah. That's a good selection. Mm-hmm. Any favorite books? Maybe by some different authors, or... Um... I love um, Amanda Chaperon's On the Line. It's a hockey romance. Um, and that's the second one in the series. I like the second one yeah. more than the That's just me. Um, <laughs> I really connected with those characters. And I also, Juliana Smith, she's a romance indie author too. Her recent release, Baggage Claim, was really good. So. Yeah. Yeah, These Wicked Lies probably still takes the cake for me, but I love these yeah. too. Amazing book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you find and choose the indie books that you read? Um, that's a very fun question. No. Um, I, when it comes to like arc reading and beta reading and stuff, I used to just, like, read, sign up for everything I saw, and then I kind of got a little buried under the stuff, reading and stuff. So now, when I'm coming to, like, beta reading, it's more authors I already know, or if an author reaches out to me, like, the vibe of the book really, like, sits with me. And then, just in general, I have Kindle Unlimited, and mostly indie authors on there and like I will just whatever romance mood I'm in like right now I'm on mafia romance I just find mafia romances and yeah yeah. I mean like and I also my whole like reels page lately has just said like the one quote or whatever from a book and so I've been saving a lot from there and most of them are indie authors so But it's really good that indie authors are getting the representation on books around. Yes, definitely. I love how they're getting more representation lately. And then also I feel like book tours have helped me find um, indie books. Like, either that I join or I just see them. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. So Yeah. Yeah, like, I joined Equality Book Tours. That was the first company where I've, like, properly signed up to help out. And I don't have loads of time to be reading and reviewing loads of books, but it's good to just keep an eye on what's coming out and help out when I can and when a book really speaks to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Equality Book Tours. They're a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and... With ARCs as well. I don't mm-hmm. have... Yeah, I'm the same way. Have you met any indie authors? I know we were talking about potentially going to Storybound earlier, mm-hmm. but have there been yeah. any other events? There has not. Um, I haven't... Yeah, I don't think I have. Because one time a group of indie authors who I knew and were friends with came to Nashville and it was like the week I was out of Nashville, and it was so sad because. Oh I no! <laughs> so, but currently I have not, which is so sad. And I don't know, even just like traditionally published authors, I feel like when they have a book tour, they never come through Nashville for some reason, and it's yeah. so sad. 
I haven't been able to do any book tours for ages. Yes. Like, I was meant to go and see Sarah Dumas, literally, the Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood, and then it got cancelled with the pandemic. And then I haven't been able to make any other dates of any authors I've wanted to see. Mm -hmm. So it's really annoying, but yeah. Yeah. I'm always keeping an eye out for when people are going on tour and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is it so important to you to support indie authors? So, I think it's really helped now that I've talked to indie authors and just, like, see how hard they work and the time they put into this when most of the time it's not their full-time job. um, That, like, they need representation and the word about their books need to be spread because people may think that their books aren't as good as traditionally published books or that they don't put as much work and effort into them when they really do and that the books are just as good or even better than something you could find traditionally published and I just want people to understand that and that they get the hype their books deserve. Yeah. I also find like traditionally published books gets a lot more visibility whereas Mm. I like representing more underrated books and like sharing books that maybe other people haven't heard of before exactly because I'm like you can find like Throne of Grass on so many bookstagrammers pages but you can't find like The Savage Sea on a lot of people's pages so like just letting people know that this book exists and you might like this if you like this kind of thing. Yeah. And other than buying their books or reviewing them, what other ways do you like to support indie authors? Um, so I think just like a simple story share can go a long way. I know I always don't get the most story views, but still just like letting people know. And then, I mean, even if you don't, like, necessarily have time to read or have the money to buy a book or review it, like, I mean, it's not that difficult to, like, edit a cover into your post or something like that and just make a post about it that, hey, you might want to read this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried to be vocal in my stories but I'll admit I haven't been the most active in my stories over the past several months probably but I still try to share big announcements for indie authors like for example a release day yeah or like a cover reveal or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah I've definitely these past couple months have been super hectic And for the longest time, I don't remember when my story, like, when I pulled up Instagram and had the little plus sign by a story, I don't know I went for that I, there was never that plus sign, and now I've gone, like, days where there is, and I just, like, don't necessarily have the effort to, like, scroll and find posts of what's happening, but, like, I still try to, like, hype up the best I can. Yeah, I'm, like, the same. Yeah, I probably would like to do more hyping up of indie authors and also books to but 
it's like I need to schedule a time in my day that I just don't have to do it. Yeah, that would be so nice. And I found that I've um, told a couple indie authors, like, they can send me any posts they want to share because that's easier for me because, like, it takes two seconds to put it on my story, but sometimes it takes a little bit longer to actually, like, go through and see if each author has me. and find it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I might Mm -hmm. start doing that. Yeah. We've spoken about book reviews a bit, but how do you find writing them? And do you have any advice for anyone else who wants to review indie books? Um, so my biggest thing is it can only, it can be just a few sentences and still really help an author if you just put out what you think. Um, mine are normally longer just because I take notes while I'm reading of some things that I might want to mention and then also I have to write my review like the second after I finish a book or all of it will go out of my head and so sometimes it's just like rambling of my reviews but it's just like I put in there what I liked and normally I don't not like very many books but when I do I don't really write a review for them I just I mean if it's a bigger book then I'll normally put hey I like this I didn't like this and why yeah but for indie books I don't necessarily want to put something on the internet or that would discourage people from reading it because Mm -hmm. obviously have different reading tastes so yeah I think the lowest I've rated a book on bookstagram is three stars Mm -hmm. like if I really don't like a book, don't share yeah. it like that. Exactly. And definitely don't tag the author. That's one of my big things. Yeah. Don't tag the author in your bad reviews. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's common. But then I see people do that. And I'm like, that just really hurts the author when you do that. Yeah. I tag for four and five stars. But when it's three mm-hmm. stars, or I know other people would share below, then that's when I would say don't tag. Thing. I agree. I'm like, yeah, I just feel like reviews can help an author when they read them, but mostly it's for readers, not for authors. Like, yeah, there may be some feedback yeah. in there that are helpful for authors, but mainly it's for readers. So, yeah, I agree with that. I always try to find at least something positive and something negative to say so that it's kind of balanced and it's not like. I'm hyping this book up for just for the sake of it. I am actually putting thought into it, or obviously mm-hmm. reverse, reverse. Like I'm not just trashing this book. Yes. Like I think it's nice to give a balanced argument, and mm-hmm. when it is negative, to make sure that it's constructive criticism rather than just like just hating on the author for doing that. Definitely. If an author comes into your DMs asking to re- review a book. Do you ever turn them down? And why would you? What makes you choose when um, to accept or turn them down? Yeah. So I've had to turn down a couple authors, and I always feel really bad about it. But it's more about, like, I know what schedule I have and the time I have, and I don't want to give an author anything but my all and so when I know I don't have like 
enough time to read and review it when it would be helpful to them I normally have to turn it down and I just explain why and I always mention like hey I'll add my TBR and I hope I can get to it soon I just know I can't get to it in the time that you need and also I feel like some people are just some authors most authors aren't most authors are really kind when they come into your DMs but some authors I feel like are so demanding and um like don't make the request personal at all it's just like read this read this and it makes me want to help you less just because like I feel like I'm not appreciated and I know they work hard it's just like it would be nice if they made it more of a hey if you have time could you please review this kind of thing yeah I feel the same way mm mm-hmm I also try to stick to, like, reviewing in fantasy and romance because that's my genres, and I know if I read something else, I'm just not going to like it as much, so. Yeah, same. Like, scheduling is probably the main reason I turn things down, but I do also get really annoyed about, like, an impersonal DM about some, like, middle-grade comedy or some adult crime novel and it's like but they're not the genres I read if you took any time to look at my page then you would know that that's not what I review my and when they're not following well, me either, I'm like did you look at my page yeah anything before sending me this DM yeah. like if I read and review it I'm like less likely to enjoy it than my usual genres and mm-hmm my audience is less likely to pay attention to it as well. So it's like a double negative. It's like, it's not helping you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next question. Do you have any upcoming releases by indie authors that you're looking forward to? Um, I feel like (laughs) I'll of my upcoming releases I got advanced copies from the indie authors Um, but I'm still really looking forward to like being able to hold them in my hand so um, Mm -hmm. Miranda Wicked Truths and then her A Curse of Malice and Mercy I'm really excited for both of them they're both really good and then also um, the Ministry Chaperone has um one coming out soon is called Every Rule Worth Breaking, and I'm really looking forward to that one, too. Um, I think that's probably... Oh, um, Noelle Rain. I don't know if it's exactly coming out soon, but I'm really excited yeah. for her <laughs> But, yeah. yeah. I need to start reading Noelle Rain's books. Like, I keep seeing them around everywhere, and they've got amazing reviews. But yes. again, it's just this thing of, I don't have time to be yeah. doing this. And, and they're really good. You got some cliffhangers with those two. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. I think before I started reading any books, I, like, refused to read series that weren't finished because I hate cliffhangers. And now I just, I have to because yeah. I love and want to read the next release, like, immediately. I'd but. rather deal with a cliffhanger anyway, though. 
because mm-hmm. I don't want to be spoiled online. Like That's... I've had a few things in the past where I've not been very happy about being spoiled. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just read the book as soon as I can. Yes. Yeah, I just got the latest Shadowhunters book, The Chain of Thorns, and mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, and I'm like, I need to read this so I'm not spoiled by anybody. I just yeah. haven't found the time to do it. Yeah, I feel that. I just want to talk a little bit about the Green Author Movement. So mm-hmm. I know you were kind of involved in this. So Miranda Joy and a few other like indie authors kind of put this idea together where yeah. specifically for indie authors but books ceramics can also get involved that anyone with a green heart or a green circle like emoji in our bios we are open to questions anyone can slide into our dms for help about like getting started as an indie author and any kind of writing advice or mental health advice or anything at all and I have a green heart in my bio and Mm -hmm. I know you do too so I just want to talk about that a bit and what can you offer to people and how can they get involved yeah so honestly it all started kind of accidentally but I'm so happy it did um I personally am definitely open to any bookstagrammer questions like do you want to grow your page um like how to support indie authors kind of that type of thing and then also if you're an indie author I mean I haven't published a book or anything but I've definitely I definitely know about the publishing process now different editors formatters things like that so if you're looking for any of those resources I can probably point you that way and Honestly, I'm just so glad it's has become a thing where bookstagrammers can put a green heart or a green circle in their bio. And, like, even if, I don't know, you're a new bookstagrammer or author, I mean, it's still helpful if you do it. If you're open to questions, obviously, you don't have to. Just to show people that, hey. I'm open to conversation. I may not know everything, but I'm here if you need me and that kind of thing. I did at one point try to put an Instagram account page together to like put some of the information on there. And I really just haven't had a lot of time to commit to that. And yeah. the other people who are creating. Do you plan to go back it. to it then? Yeah, I do plan to go back to it. Hopefully it probably won't be until summer. I can but we'll see if like school might slow down a little bit I feel like March a little less but February I have so much going on and um but yeah I definitely plan to go back to that because I think it'll be a great resources because like definitely all the green hearts and circles are necessary and really good but I thought it would be a good place to like validate all the information so if you're like an author you have one place to go instead of trying to find all these different pages I completely agree and as well I feel like a green heart or circle by itself doesn't mean much you kind of yeah so I like 
there is like an explanation post on there and then there's like a nice a really good author resource who's created um by tia who it's like a giant spreadsheet with so much information on indie publishing and that's a really good resource yeah so you do all this supporting indie authors would you ever write a book yourself and if Mm -hmm. so would you want to be an indie author so definitely have thought about it and have multiple stories that i've started and tried to write and like i'm definitely passionate about a couple of them it just like i feel like i exert so much brain power in like school and work that i can read when i have time but when i try to sit down and write it's like i don't have any energy to write but i definitely want to get that and i would probably go the indie publishing route so that just is more me flexible like not necessarily easier but you don't have to worry about like rejection emails and trying to find an agent and things like that and it's taking years in the process right yeah i'm on the fence about the publishing routes i want to go down like Mm -hmm. before joining bookstagram i was like i want to do traditional they sort everything out for you they sort like the printing the marketing all of that but now that i'm on bookstagram it's like I know how to do my own marketing and I've learned so much from other indie authors. It's like, maybe self-publishing is a viable option. So I honestly don't know what I want to do with my book, but I've found that I'm literally working on it at like 10, 11 at night these days because I don't have any other time in my day. It's literally in bed at night that's the mm-hmm. only time i have to write so i'm really trying to make it work yeah and i mean like even just like small writing every single day i mean it'll turn into a book and i can't wait to read exactly whatever publishing route you go to i just have one final question before we finish yeah. What impact do you think online communities are having on indie authors? Um, I think just having this platform really helps indie authors because I'm sure there were self-published authors before Instagram, but you wouldn't really have heard of them and it may not have been a route you went on because there was not a good way to market them because it's harder to get them in bookstores and things like that um but like at the same time if you have one bookstagrammer publish a bad review of an indie book i feel like that can really hurt that indie book but i think it's just like a great platform for people to find them and for indie authors to market on. Yeah. I definitely think Bookstagram is massive for helping indie authors reach an audience. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how they did it like 10, 20 years ago before the age of social media that we're in now. Like you get all these Bookstagram and Book Talk sensations that 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't sometimes a hard before, but now indie authors can make it onto those lists. Exactly. I feel like the only one I can really think of that might have been published before Instagram was like super popular is the Foxhole Court. And that's a pretty popular series and it was self-published, but I don't think it got popular until like Instagram was created and people started sharing things about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad we could finally sort this out. Thank you too. It was amazing talking to you. Yeah. So, thank you everyone for listening as well and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to Bookstagram Live. Please take the time to rate, review and subscribe wherever you are listening. You can follow Abigail on Instagram at A Reads A Lot and you can find me over on Instagram at C Sutcliffe Books. Follow me to watch future episodes as I record them live before uploading the audio to the podcast. If you would like to feature in a future episode, you can reach out through my DMs with the topic you would like to discuss. This could be your bookish profession, a particular book, or maybe your favourite genre. Anything you can think of, I'm always happy to listen. This is your chance for more. It's something you feel passionate about. Thank you, and always remember, keep smiling, keep reading, and keep the conversation going. Speak to you next time.